Hey guys, welcome to the Daily Smash for Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. Coming up, how AI is taking over the world and how easy it is to get landed on by a 750-pound seal. You haven't seen that video, have you? No, I have not. Can't wait to show it to you. But first, my shirt! I don't know where you got that shirt. I was sitting I was sitting next to him. We were getting ready to go to lunch with my girlfriend, Vivian, mm -hmm. the actress. Um, and my friend, Sandra Cook, the hilarious one. She's been on the Smash before. She's she lives, has. She filled in for you. Yeah, she did. She um, lives in Monroe, Louisiana, and in Plano, Texas. She's yeah. Is she hilarious? Oh, she's one of the funniest people you know. Isn't she? She is. <laughs> she's almost as funny as your brother, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> she's... she's Hysterical. Has the greatest one-liners that just come out of nowhere. Oh, she's so funny. So I, I found this shirt in the in the laundry. I don't know whose it is. I think it might be Paul Taylor's that stayed at our house in the desert. What he, does it say on there? <clears throat> so I sit down and it says, San Clemente, Pride of the Pacific. I'm like, <laughs> do you work for San Clemente? <laughs> is that the city? Is that their... Is that their slogan, the city of San Clemente is the pride of the Pacific? Because it sounds like a shit. Pride <laughs> of the Pacific sounds to me like it sounds like a destroyer or a carrier or an air... I mean, it might be. Pride I, of the Pacific. <laughs> it's the pride of the Pacific. Well, anyway, I, I don't know. I thank you, whoever left the shirt in our house, and I'm wearing it. I'll give it back. Just tell me whose it is. I don't know. It's, it's a little large on you. It's something it my is. dad would wear. It says large, but it feels like an XXL. It's very baggy. Did you just put that on and go, where did I get this shirt? Or did you just... I was like, I wanted to wear a white shirt. I was going to wear a white t-shirt. Then I said, oh, I have this white polo out of, for some reason. I, I don't recognize it. But I just put it on. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess it's okay. I offered a change. And she said, no. Ilya Wine? Mm-hmm. We are sponsored by Ilya Wine. It's an amazing product. We love it very much and we're offering it to our viewers at 20% off at ilia.com just use the discount code written kelly 20 and get 20% off this amazing delicious spanish wine designed in new york and made in spain i would have a glass right now but i don't drink on mondays right we're trying to take a day off but <laughs> <laughs> truth gonna, be told he's got to we got to go to blackie's this dive a, bar at seven it's right on the boardwalk, and her cousin Tony sent me a picture the other day of a, a sign out front. They have a pool tournament on Monday nights, and this is Monday night. And you, Rick used to belong to a pool league in uh, Stanford, in, uh, in New, New York. York. I played for like, I don't know, 12 or 15 years in that league. I, I'm a pretty good pool player. I love pool. And it's a $5 entry fee, and you win cash if you win. It's double elimination. Did you guys used to do that in your I, league? I have. We would have tournaments. Um, no, like every time would you guys play for money or was it just No, for... sometimes after we would play games for money. And would you play twice a week? Well, each each team played once a week, but some I, for a while there I was on two teams. <laughs> so I did play twice a week. Wow. Um, it's very competitive. The APA, the American Pool Players Association. I have patches. <laughs> he does. He has patches. And you know, when you, if you broke, if you would do a break and run where you break and then make a ball and then you clear the table and make the eight, you would get a patch. It said break and run. Or if you make the eight on the break, they had a patch for that. When I first started dating him, he goes, I I'm so good at pool. He was like, I have patches. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Am I with Revenge of the Nerds? But they owed me two <laughs> patches. I, I was owed a break, uh, break and run and an eight on the break patch. I never got them. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. But I have some. I didn't get all of them. What are you going to do with those patches? (laughs) I'm going to make a jacket. I'm going to put my pool patches all over my jacket. I'm going to wear it when I go play pool. Oh, my God. No, I'm not really going to do that. Um, How good was that lunch today? Oh my God, you guys, uh, it's probably one of the best restaurants, I think, in California. I love it there. It's called Little Sisters, and they have this, um, and I, the first time we ate there, because I was wanting uh, pho, and we ate it in Manhattan Beach, or Redondo Beach, and then I'm like, I wonder if, there, and then, I wonder if there's one by us, and there, uh, there is. There's one in Irvine Spectrum, mm-hmm. amazing. And then right here in Huntington Beach at Pacific City, there's LS, LSXO. Yeah. And it's like a little speakeasy. It's so cute. Like it's in this, there's this restaurant and it's called Blue Blue and Gold. Or Blue Gold. Blue, Blue Gold. So I told my girlfriends, meet me at LSXO. They're in Pacific City. They don't live here. Which is like a, a really cool outdoor mall. And they're like, where, um, where is this place? And I'm like... Oh, I forgot. It's within a little. It's in a restaurant within a little restaurant. I never saw any signage for it. I, I don't know how anyone would find it unless you knew it was there. But apparently, it's packed every night. Yeah, like you can't get a reservation. They only have about twelve tables. You get there for lunch. Yeah, and it was awesome. So we got that going on. I didn't tell you because you were gone, uh, taking Harry to his massage. Um, I got an email back from the supervisor. In Newport Beach, uh-huh. um, he he told me who to reach out to to file my formal appeal for our fireworks citation. Uh huh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that tomorrow morning. Well, I wanted everybody to hear your 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 um, thing. It was so good. The letter I wrote. Yes, it's so well, good. You know what? Let me save that for tomorrow because because we have so much else to do today. Okay. This show is gonna be 45 minutes long. I liked don't. Rick's thing. He's like that would be like me getting a speeding ticket. And then getting a fine for it because the cops did. Well, come. no. If you want me to, that. Oh, it was, sorry. It was like getting pulled over for speeding, and the officer not giving you a ticket, saying giving you a warning, don't do it again. Okay, fine, no problem. And then two days later, you get a ticket in the mail. You'd be like, what? That's not cool. You don't do that. You don't send someone a ticket after you give them a warning, and that's exactly what happened. Right. The police said, if you do it again, we're going to cite- come back and give you a citation. And he didn't give us a cita- uh, a thing for fireworks. It was like for loud disturbances. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, he. Yeah. Oh, I see. It what was you're on saying. July third. Yeah. This whole thing here is loud and disturbing. I mean, if okay? you've ever been this to is, the peninsula, this is called the war zone. Okay, for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's, it's a not party like town. it's not like we are in Irvine or San Clemente. <laughs> you know, where people are like it, it's like. You mean the pride of the Pacific? The pride. <laughs> yes. Pride of the Pacific. Um, so we will bring you more on that tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's, it's a good story. But also this week, we really encourage you to sign up for Patreon, the Rick and Kelly Show on Patreon.com. Our 100th episode is this week. 100 episodes. And we're going to go back to the vault. Are we? This week. And I want to I remind people how we started. Okay. I'm getting a little, like, I'm actually getting some... some Chills? Goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
I mean, it's been a remarkable ride. And to think that we are about to do our 100th show, to me, it just means a lot. And we have some great stories to tell. I thought we would save that video of Harry getting into a scrape in Savannah with some very large woman outside McDonald's. Uh-huh. We do that on this week's Patreon. Okay. A never-before-seen video. <laughs> and uh, we can have Harry here. We can interview him about yeah, the incident. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be on Patreon this week. We have some other surprises for you, but it, it just costs, it starts at five bucks to join, and we have a very large, very happy group of patrons who, who it's like a family. Right. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's it's easy to sign up, Rick and Kelly Show on Patreon.com. And I'm pretty excited about this week's show. We, we're on Captain Sandy and Leah Ray's podcast this week. It, it dropped Monday. The Herdat Network, which I had to take a minute to think about. Herdat? Herdat. I heard that. Herdat. H-U-R-R-D-A-T. I, I, I guess you just Google. Captain Sandy and Leah Ray podcast on Herdat Network. Now, what is that? Herdat. I heard that. A podcast network. I, I don't know a lot about it. But they do have a show, and they interviewed Kelly and I. I thought I put the description in here. It was pretty funny. That they wrote a description about our... About our... Uh, for some reason, it didn't save. But anyway, it's, it's, it's a good interview. It's like a half hour. I really like them a lot. They were cool. Okay, so here's that video that I teased. Okay? This is, in, uh, this is at SeaWorld in Mallorca in Spain. Ooh, I just had a conversation with Harry about this. That is a 750-pound sea lion. Wow. I called it a seal. It's a sea lion. Boom! Wow. <laughs> you want to hear this? what just happened just right before we got here? Yes. So Harry and his boyfriend, Rob, um, they have horses. Like, they have a bunch of places in Wellington, Florida, Ocala, and he, um, they're, they're, they do real estate, but they also have a bunch of horses, and they want these horses to go to the Olympics. That's in Versailles coming up, I think, in 2024, I believe. Anyway, he was talking about, I'm like, we're talking about the horses. And he said, yeah, I saw this little girl riding a horse at 12 years old, and the horse fell on the 12-year-old and killed her. Oh. She just said that to me right before you told me this story. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say, like, the girl broke a leg or something. No, in front of everyone. Oh, in front of the parents. Tragic. In front of every everyone saw. Like it was horrific. And the, isn't that weird? I mean, she this, just told this girl, she's like twenty something, I think. This trainer. Uh and she <laughs> How was, did it just fall? <laughs> she was twenty twenty two oh no, twenty years old. She just popped up after it hit her. And because it, it didn't fall fully on her, it just kind of like she was trying to hold it on the but side. Like, they're, they're a bit slippery. <laughs> but but listen to this. Wait, keep playing it back and forth. I she liked was, it how you did that. You had to do it for them. She was petting the large animal and cupping its adorable face. The, the seal was probably like, "Get me out of here! I'm sick. I'm sick of being trapped." I saw. I saw somewhere that the that the the sea lion got away. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I thought I saw that oh, it was yeah. a successful it just, escape. Yeah. <laughs> that it got out and then ran off and it was never seen again. I'm just that's that's what AI would do with this story. All you have to do is tell AI what like the parameters of a story, artificial intelligence, boom. Uh, so there's this app called um, Ramini. Well, no, this is this. This is the picture one. I was going to start with the pictures. Okay, start with the pictures, but the other app. There's Melania Trump, I mean, Kelly as First Lady. 
Could you imagine Look me being you. first lady? <laughs> yes. Well, that would mean I would be president, unless you married somebody else. I, 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 I don't. I would. Could you imagine if I was first lady? I'd be like, get the f out of here. My favorite, I would have no composure. My favorite pictures of the one is Kelly, the flight attendant. <laughs> I, I saw these. I was like, I would fly those friendly skies. Word. I mean, you look hot in that uniform. So you just. You just, it'll make any pictures you want. Harry made pictures of himself with a twin. He had pictures with a baby. Look at Kelly's baby. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not the dad. I don't know where that kid came from. <laughs> it looks you, like I went to Bangkok and got <laughs> pregnant. Where did you get that baby? And how was I not aware of your pregnancy? But I mean, you, could, you can come up with any photos you want. It'll, it'll write your resume. It, I mean, well, that's this that's a photo app. The other one. This is no, the one you want to talk about. The, this the is story. the one. Okay, so there's this AI app, and it's called Chat DMX. GBT? GBT. GPT? PPT? PYT? PPO? Pretty Young Thing? PYT. Chat PYT. Is it? No, it's G. I think it's GPT. Didn't he send it to you? I can't look it up because my phone is being used, currently being used. I'm going to call him. But this app, all you have to say is tell, write, tell me a story about Rick Leventhal and Kelly Dodd. And in a second. Hey. What's that app called? Chat DMT? Chat GPT. Chat GPT. That's what I said. You're not going to believe this. Chat, chat GPT. Really quick. Remember you just told me about that horse killing that 12-year-old? Uh-huh. There was a, a, a sea lion that fell over and fell on this, this girl, and Rick just showed me it. I showed the video on the show, and Kelly's like, you're not going to believe what Harry just told me. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Well, this, what a quinkity, huh? Except in this case, yeah. the uh, the sea lion trainer did not die. No. All right. Okay. So, All right. Thanks Thank a lot. You. So, Thank chat GBT, okay. and uh, you just give it a very basic parameter, and it will write a story, which is why one of the reasons why Hollywood screenwriters are, are freaking out. Because because the studios want to use AI to write their scripts. They don't need these guys anymore. No, you don't understand. So if you want to, like, write a letter to somebody, it, it does it beautifully for you. If you want to, you know, put it in a resignation letter, you just put in the parameters, and it spits out the whole thing. Ridiculous, okay? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you don't even have to think anymore. You don't, like, I, I don't even have to even sweat being a oh, writer. So V was telling a story about friends of hers who used this app to write their profile on some dating site. And I'm like, okay, first you're putting a picture up there that doesn't even look like you. It's yeah. way hotter, so your hottest version of yourself. Then you uh, change your age and make, make yourself thinner and taller than you really are. And now you're using a computer to write your, it's like, it is so far from who you really are that it's not fair to anyone to do, so, to do that. So ridiculous enough, Harry puts in um, Rick and Kelly Dodd, or whatever. Rick Leventhal and Kelly Dodd. You wouldn't believe what this spit out. It was, do you have it? I have it right here. Okay, yay. Once upon a time, in the bustling city of Los Angeles, there lived two individuals whose paths were destined to intertwine. Rick Leventhal, a renowned journalist with a passion for investigative reporting, and Kelly Dodd, a vibrant and charismatic reality TV star, seemed like they were worlds apart. Little did they know that their fates were about to collide in a most unexpected way. Let's just spit this out. One sunny day while Rick was working on an exclusive news story, he found himself at a charity event organized by a local nonprofit. 
The event was buzzing with excitement and filled with prominent figures from various industries, including the world of reality television. As Rick made his way through the crowd, his attention was drawn to Kelly, who stood out with her vibrant personality and magnetic presence. Curiosity peaked, Rick approached Kelly and struck up a conversation. They discovered a shared interest in social issues and a, de and a desire to make a positive impact on the world. Over the course of the evening, they found themselves engrossed in deep discussions about current events, personal experiences, and the power of media to shape public opinion. I I'm not going to read the whole thing. But and that's not how we met. At all. <laughs> but it was funny. Like, it is... Like you can write, you can write. Like you have to write somebody to that guy, right? That 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 commissioner or whatever. That oh yeah, guy I was. could use the app. You to could write use the, the app to write it for but you. But I don't need it because I'm a good writer and I want to put it in my own voice. Dude, However, this I'm using thing, AI. I, I think this is better than <laughs> you. I'm, Sorry, no I'm, offense. No, I'm your AI. <laughs> I'm your real eye. Yeah. But, but the You're the apple of my eye. Oh, that's good. I like how you did that. The crazy thing is, though, how fast he spit this out at the table. We were sitting there, and he was joking about it, and he put it in, and then, bam, here's your story. Yeah. It was that quick. Do you do a breakup letter? Oh, yeah. You could do all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, there, there's some good stuff in here. But it, the, the way they write it, it's like... Can I just read the end? Oh, yeah. As the years went by, Rick and Kelly continued to make their mark on the world. Their relationship remained a source of strength, reminding them of the transformative power of love and understanding. Together, they embodied the notion that when two passionate souls unite, they have the ability to change the world for the better. <laughs> <laughs> that was my best reading voice, so, by the no, way. So, so anyway, we're starting to get involved with talking about this AI, right? Yeah. And if you guys ever watch Black Mirror, you'll see the likeness of... of like to explain well, they, it well, that, the can. first episode of the new season was Sophia, no, not Sophia. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Salma Hayek. Yes. Salma Hayek uh, plays an actress who's playing a role, but in the in this show, she complains that it's, she's not really acting. They took her image and used AI to create this show, and the show was about this real person and her life basically as it happened. And, and they were all freaking out about how is this even possible? And they were like, well, when you, it was like a Netflix. And I go, well, when you sign up, you sign away your rights to your own story. And I looked at it, and I was like, uh, it, it's almost like that. She goes, it's happening already. They've already completed films using AI. Yeah. And, and not only that, but our friend was talking about, you know how, how things come in fruition? Like, like when you used to watch the old Twilight Zones. Yeah. And like now they come in. Like things that you never thought possible. Like Terminator. This is what started that conversation, yeah. right? Yes. So the Terminator. Uh, the, the a guy was telling us about this drone uh, experiment that the military, the, gov that the government was the doing. government was doing this experiment with drones, seeing if they would be able to independently attack targets. If you assign them, a, you know, parameters and you say go out and find terrorists and kill them. Well, according to this story that we heard, uh, the drones circled back and tried to destroy the guy who was controlling the drones. Like, it was so smart <laughs> yeah. that it tried to kill the guy in the control center. Right. Like, let's take this guy out. And they were like, okay, we're not doing this. That's the, that's the basis of the Terminator, machines taking over the world, like turning on the creators. Right. Well, anyway, it's about to happen. It outside, it's about to happen. You heard it here first. 
Watch, you guys are going to see now. You Head guys for the hills. Get out of your bunker and don't come out. You know what? It's scary. It is. It's scary what's <laughs> happening here. Uh, and then and then I was talking to Megan Weaver just on the phone today. Yeah. Because um, she's going to go at this. Oh, um, Jeff Lewis and Stu are going to La Paz with us. Are they really? Oh, yeah. I have to do oh, that thing for David Weintraub. That's He's sending it to me. And um, uh, she was saying that she, her design business, AI, is taking over. Like, you, like... Like you don't even need to buy get a designer anymore. Well, like think AI about will do it many, for you. You just take, you know, huh? Think about how many jobs are threatened by this. Yes. Wow. And 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 by the way, what happens if you do all this and AI does it for you? Do they have rights? Like, say they we write a script through AI. Uh huh. And AI, and then is it, does AI own the content? Do they have the intellectual property? Um, like, who's, I think the argument that the studios were making was we don't need writers. Uh, or if we use you, uh, you don't get you don't get the residuals that actors have been getting. And, right. they, and I think they're trying to cut actors out too. They want to be able to take their image and use it in future projects and not pay them for it. That's what V was telling us. Wow. Let's get to the comments because uh, I don't want to go too go. long here. Um, Misty Freeze, twenty nine seventy three. Politically, I am very different than you two. However, I am such a fan of you both. Thank you for that, Misty. Thank you. This, that's what we need. We, we can disagree and still have a good time together. Yes, we can. I would never post anything negative about someone yet continue to watch. That just makes no sense to me. I want Kelly back on OC because that show needs what only Kelly can bring, real entertainment. The fact that I do not share Kelly's political beliefs has nothing to do with whether or not I can be a fan. Oh, that's so nice. And then the, the, I was reading the comments. Somebody goes, Kelly doesn't fit in there anymore. Oh. Which I probably is right. Uh, which one of these did you want me to read? This one about when COVID first hit? Uh, Rick and Kelly, I would love to know when COVID first hit, were you given any written or verbal instructions of what you could and couldn't say? I listened to the radio and felt that the host started saying the exact same things. It felt like they were given a script and told not to deviate from it. I imagine that both of you had different experiences. Well, That's I can, from Brooklyn, I can tell you this. When I was working, because COVID just hit when we were there, and when I started, you know, saying it was the flu, and uh, Bravo was pissed. Yeah, pissed. Um, you know, I was, I was, I was like anti-mask. Bravo was pissed. Yeah, they had. Um, I would say I wore a drunk wives matter hat. Bravo was pissed. Yeah, um, and. I, they made it feel like I was doing something terribly wrong, like I wasn't going with their their plan, you know, their narrative. Uh huh. They also for made you get tested every week. They came and they made me get tested every single week. But they at the time, they didn't require a vaccine. But it, and it was like it was like the end of the world was happening with them. Like it was like you. Like we had a self film. We had to do those confessionals yeah. in our garage, hot by ourselves it was like it was like the like everyone went nuts well, and we, if yeah. you didn't go along with them and you said something against what they thought was correct yeah well, it was, like that to, was my experience i would like to address what you're saying about hearing the exact same thing from different people there is no question that there were directives being handed out scripts being offered from drug companies and a lot of networks, a lot of local stations were playing along with the script, okay? I'm not saying they all were. And I can tell you this, I never took something that was given to us by a drug company or anyone else, and, and Fox never told me, you have to 
phrase it this way. There might have been a word or two that, a, that an editor wanted to change in one of my scripts. And, and at the time, Fox was sort of the only one that was pushing back a little bit on at least some of this stuff. And on some of the shows, like Tucker was always, you know, anti all this nonsense. But I was very disappointed that Fox started mandating the vaccines. They did. They started mandating the vaccines for employees, and that really uh, offended me. I was like, the, the company was never like that before, and that bothered me. But yes, you're right. That, that kind of thing was going on. Uh, I don't know. You Chicken dinner 111. Laugh out loud. It's easy for healthy minds to drop the past trauma and move on. But granted, people arrive at different times. It's a real thing. When trauma hits, it changes our brain. And we cannot always shut off and do the right thing. In Brown, Brown, she put she Brown, Brown win case, she's doing what she can uh, with, what that, she with what she has. Consider the kids are better off without this behavior in the house. In time, she'll balance out, find her grace as, as we all do. Find grace. Okay, maybe. You know what? She didn't find grace when she was calling me a racist because I wore a Drunk Wives Matter hat and she was over there trying to uh, uh, take photo ops of all the uh, protesting that of was her. going on and yeah. calling me saying that I'm the worst, terrible, most terrible person. She didn't give me grace. She was making and painting me out like she was the darling of Bravo and that she was going along with... You know what? All that was for show. All that was for BS. She's never done anything for BLM. She never did anything for the protesting. Where is she now? This is my favorite one from Emily Brown, 1735. Don't you love how Brahman says she no longer is chasing fame to make her happy as she talks to People Magazine and poses for photos at all these public events? The irony. The hypocrite is what they are. There's so many of them. So many of them. Hypocrites. As someone who loves to cook, that Festival of Chefs would be like my dream. Bronwyn always seemed not right on the show. She has seven kids. That should be her main priority. Yeah. Rick, you always... This is from Nikki Venable. Rick, you always compliment Kelly, as you should, because she is... I don't know if she is what. But you, sir, are also very attractive. You actually look way better than you did when you were younger. I mean, seriously, how do you do it? Now, I didn't pick this, okay? Kelly sent it to me and wanted me to read it. He loves this stuff. It cracks me up. Men actually age extremely well and often look better than they do when they were younger. Women, not so much. As much as we try, we can only do so much, whereas men don't have to do much of anything. Life is unfair, lol. Oh my God, Kelly, that comment about Efferdent, I am literally dead, dead. Thank you. So, thank you very much for recognizing this, (laughs) the significance of this. I'm not gonna lie. I had a little help, uh, <laughs> but Kelly has uh, has changed me, and oh. and I feel I do feel younger. I feel stronger. I feel um, happier. Oh. More importantly, thank you, baby. I love this woman so much. What's not to love? Um, the reason why Bravo and Andy no, Cohen, Phoebe Lee, Phoebe Lee, fifty-five. The reason why Bravo and Andy Cohen are hell-bent on representing women that come from broken households and pivot left into non-traditional settings is because it's woke and it's trying to push this new age agenda of weirdness. Bravo is trying to put out into the world that these fake reality shows are what's really going on in the world, like married women leaving their husbands for women or for other men. The new chick 
Jennifer Pedranti that left her husband for a questionable man is the chaos that Bravo wants. It's what they are hoping to sell the show, but it looks like it's backfiring because I think it's absolutely disgusting. That sounds like AI wrote that, Phoebe. Uh, love Lau7615, you know when a woman leaves her own kids, she doesn't have the capability to love anyone else but herself. Britt goes, that's some like Confucius. It sounds like a, 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 a um, like yeah, you might find that in a fortune cookie. Wait, when a woman it, but, leaves her own kids, she doesn't have the capability to love anyone else but herself. It's true. It's true. And people celebrate that. That's what, it, that, that's what... That, that's what the left, that Dave Quinn that wrote that book that hates me uh-huh. um, uh, and hates Jeff Lewis as well. Uh, it's that kind of, of, of leaving your kids, leaving them for other women to go scissor. You it's know, an agenda. It's an agenda. Yeah. And it's celebrated. And if you don't think and you want traditional values for your life, you are at public enemy, X'd out. Public enemy number one. All right, I want to I want to get this in under thirty minutes. We have All like right. a minute left. I'm All gonna right. do a quick in the news. Ready? In the news. Fox News primetime lineup marks a new era with Maura Ingram, Jesse Waters, Sean Hannity, and Greg Gutfeld. I think each host will put their own special fingerprints on the network. Sean Hannity said. I read this and I just looked at it. and said. I all those all four of those people are already on primetime. They're already on. I mean, Greg Gutfeld was on an. 11 o'clock, but they're, they're all already on. So it's a new era when you move the couple pieces around. And now it's a whole brand new era. Brand new! Check it out, our new primetime lineup. Just shuffle this, put this one here, put that one there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, where's Tucker? Oh, he left. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, all I got. Watch Newsmax. Yeah, Newsmax is pretty good. Yeah, Rick's on on Fridays. Yeah, me and Rob Schmidt. We had a great show on Friday. I love how they spin that. See how uh, mainstream media is? They just spin their BS. Fox was never considered MSM, but... It is now. I feel like it might be now. Yeah. All right. We hope you had a smash-tastic day. Yes, you too. See you guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for watching.